welcome to the Food Freedom Podcast. I am Coach Mary Roberts, and this podcast is all about finding your freedom from food addiction. And we're going to talk about all things related to food addiction and recovery. Let's dig in. All right. Well, welcome back to the Food Freedom Podcast. I'm your coach, Mary Roberts, and I am excited about my guest today. Um, Colt Milton is a carnivore bodybuilder, competition prep coach, co-host of the Open Natural Bodybuilding Competition, and he co-hosts two health podcasts. During the pandemic of 2020, Colt and his wife, Taylor, lost their corporate jobs and, of course, gym access. So they patented and designed their own skull-themed workout equipment line called Skull Bells. Um, They've been working together full-time ever since, dedicating their lives to coaching others to make better decisions on how they eat, how they move, and how they think. On their website, supersetyourlife.com, you will find Skull Bells free weights and cable attachments, natural sea salts, keto bricks, bodybuilding supplements, merchandise, and free resources. Colt co-hosts the Carnivore Coaches Corner and the supersetyourlife.com podcast and can be found on Instagram at at Colt Milton. So welcome. Thank you for coming on today. Um, You know, I think most of my podcast audience is female. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think that most more females identify can identify that they're disordered with food than males and males, I think, typically, I'm kind of generalizing here, but in general, y'all don't reach out for help. You guys kind of isolate and try to do things on your own. So I love when um, I can have a a man on the show who share his experience with his eating disorder, because it's not that different. Like we all have like that same voice of sabotage. It doesn't, it's not unique. Like we all hear the same lies from it. So I'm excited to, to hear your story today. So let's start there. Tell everyone, like, what has been your experience like with disordered eating? Yeah, like we were talking about on Carnivore Coaches. Thank you for the lovely introduction, by the way. And once again, for your time on Carnivore Coaches Corner. Um, that's, uh, session, that's session 42. So uh, super helpful resources for, for, our, for our clients, I have absolutely no doubt. Um, and yeah, I, I'm def- I can definitely relate to not wanting to go, go seek help. I don't know if it was pride or what, but, um, a a lot of it was, I was just scared too. I was, I was just scared, like, you know, especially, especially as a bodybuilder, it's like, there's an, there's an image that you want to present and, uh, disordered eating isn't real, doesn't really fit anywhere in that image that you're trying to, that you're trying to communicate when you step on stage. And so, uh, I did reach out for help. I think just once I sent it, I sent an email to to an eating disorder specialist and never heard back. And so I kind of, I kind of gave up on that. But, um, when I made the transition to the carnivore diet after eight bodybuilding competitions, uh, I could never get lean enough. I could never get full enough. I was never, I I was never happy enough with my results. Um, my binge eating disorder was in its, um, all time lowest, um, I was doing a lot of like what we were just talking about, um, if it fits your macros and trying to see how much I could get away with, right? Mm-hmm. There's there's, pe- there's people, I, I don't think that carbs are the answer to anybody's problems personally, um, mm-hmm. but some people can tolerate them better than others. And there's a lot of coaches and a lot of people that are adamant that we need to be moderators and not eliminators. And I, and if you're a moderator, great, more power to you. But I think that's kind of a rare gene or a rare, or a rare 
uh, quality to have. I can't do that. I am either I'm, I'm either no donuts or I'm selling out the entire place and I'm there yep. until closing time. <laughs> yeah. And so um, I think uh, bodybuilding made me aware of that. And as I was getting older, I couldn't keep using the same eating habits that I was getting away with when I was a teenager. I'm in my 30s now. And so I decided to do the and so I was fo- I was following a, um, the same rabbit hole that a lot of us do when we come to the keto carnivore diet, right? You start cleaning some things out and then you start cleaning a little more things out by then you're paleo, you start cleaning things up a little bit more by then you're keto. And then by, you know, and then eventually you're red meat, water, salt, if you just want to go all the way. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so I, so, so I, yeah, I, t- I totally, totally went down that entire, entire rabbit trail right now. Um, and so the last four shows that I did were on a, uh, a, a keto carnivore diet, and what I what I learned was I was able to I was still able to gain muscle just fine without carbs. Um, I found cutting to be way easier because I wasn't hungry all the time. I wasn't having to pack. I, I wasn't having to pack around five Tupperwares with me everywhere. I mean, I would take three or four meals with me to work, and then I would work my corporate job, and then I was doing stand up comedy at the time. So like I would eat the meal on the way to the comedy club, sit at the club not drink beer and not eat all the other food that they're selling there. <laughs> yeah. and, if they give, and if they give out free beer, free hot dogs to the comics, then sorry, I don't know. I guess I'll give it to somebody else and then eat my sweet potatoes and beef on the way home. And I was and like every single Sunday was like mass production day. My wife and I would be spending the entire day making Brussels sprouts and broccoli and uh, sweet potatoes. And I mean, just like everything that was going in, in my meal plan at the time. And I was like, man, something's got to change. And I don't know, there's a, there's a, there's a lot of people that seem to do bodybuilding just fine, natural bodybuilders on the carnivore diet and the keto diet and eating steak every day sounds like a great idea. Um, I've never heard about anybody being addicted to steak. Um, it sounds like a safe bet. And so I read yeah. Sean Baker, read, yeah. So I read Sean Baker's book, read Paul Saladino's book, and then discovered Bart K and like everybody else and just started doing nothing but listening to, um, uh, uh health and nutrition podcasts. And so I just started applying everything that, that, that I learned. Uh, we went full, we went all, we all went all in with, um, online bodybuilding coaching at the time. And so most of our clients are professional and amateur bodybuilders. Um, I've, a lot of the clients that we um, acquired had had been carnivore for actually um, quite a bit longer than I had even been carnivore. And so a lot of what I've learned lately has been from them. Um, Proverbs 15.22 says, plans fail when there is no counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. So I guess the 30 or 40 people that I'm training right now um, have taught me, have taught, have taught me a lot about what a proper human diet is. Um, and it's been, it's been a group effort. We've all been learning from, from, from each other this entire time. So as a team, we educate men and women through one-on-one conversations, social media, and our podcast on what they eat, um, how they move and how they think. That's awesome. I think it, isn't it interesting how, you know, those of us that suffer from, from eating disorders and food addiction, we have a, like a history of, of dieting and, and willing to like try anything to reach our goals, which it in general is part of our addiction, right? Like we'll do, we'll do anything, but I found it that trait to be very helpful that I was like that because otherwise I wouldn't have tried keto. I wouldn't have discovered that it was going to finally be the vehicle to pay, you know, that it would pave the way for me to get into recovery from, from my eating disorder. 
Um, so I, I love that you, you know, you have a similar experience. You're like, oh, okay, paleo, let's try paleo, you know, and then you just kind of go down, <laughs> go down the rabbit hole. And then you find that, wow, here's where I really feel my best. And unfortunately, there's a lot of people out there that say keto and carnivore is an eating disorder, which that's a whole other conversation. I think it's garbage. <laughs> um, but I wanted to ask you, so you, you did bodybuilding prep by like the traditional way before you tried yeah. it keto right and so I know Robert Sykes was like the same way yeah um what is your experience like so I ever we all kind of know like you can do the prep like that but in the at the end of the prep what's the difference for you being carnivore um versus the end of a prep like when the body when the show is over like Robert would talk about how he like the show was over and then he'd like gain 25 pounds overnight because he yeah. would just like eat all the things <laughs> um so how is it different when you're when it's over um compared to your previous shows where you were still kind of like in your disorder yeah thanks a lot for asking that that's a very very good question because that's what everybody talks about and what everybody looks forward to right and there's actually uh at, at every single one of the competitions i've been to always there's donuts backstage there's uh there's can there's candy bars backstage and i'm like people we're supposed to be what what we're supposed to represent health and fitness what yeah. the f what the f is happening back here right and yeah. so uh yeah that definitely used to be me um i actually passed out one time <laughs> um in a restaurant this was extremely embarrassing this was a duke's chowder house in kent washington uh carving up before a show and so i did what everybody on bodybuilding.com says to do you deplete carbs for an entire week and up until that point, I had been high carb, right? So I depleted my carbs for an entire week. This is called rapid backloading. And then, and then basically, you stop drinking water and you eat as many carbs as you possibly can. And then it dehydrates you, and so it, um, it, and so your carb, your, your muscle cells pull the carbs and the sodium and the water into your muscle bellies. It makes you harder and drier, like for a day. That's what this. That's what this does. Um, it works really, really well. But yeah, um, I mean, if you can, if you can stand on stage and hold your poses, <laughs> because, right. the, because, because, because the, because the night before when I did that, um, yeah, I, I literally passed out. I was completely dehydrated. I hit the sauna too before that. That was a terrible idea. Oh, man. This is, this, this was, this was all before I hired a coach. Um, and so the after parties were equally as epic typically. Um, our last after party was not a competition that I competed in. I was in Seattle, Washington coaching, um, coaching coach Mark actually. And another client. Um, and so we had a bunch of our um, friends and a couple other clients there um, at dinner, actually. And uh, we went to Novios, the Brazilian steakhouse. So it was, and it was super funny because I was actually on the lion diet when I was on this trip, too, <laughs> in, the, in, in the middle of my seven day lion diet. Uh, so just red meat, water, salt, nothing else for for seven weeks straight. And it was and it was like it was perfect for me. It was perfect for everybody. So we so we all just went to Novios and red meat, water, salt, as much as we wanted and the best on earth. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. So there was no desire to grab the donuts and candy, candy bars. No, no donuts. <laughs> donuts sound good. Like all day, every day, unless you're yeah. sitting in a Brazilian steakhouse with a picanha in front of you. Oh yeah. That's my favorite is picanha. So, um, okay. So how has carnivore, um, helped you in, stopping you know getting you out of the like disordered behavior with food like so I always share mm -hmm. you know about like when I started keto that it was the first time that I 
didn't feel like I was on a diet. I wasn't suffering from hunger and my brain just felt calm. Like, so that's, so for me, that calmness in, in my brain and in my, and feeling satiated allowed me to be able to do the work that I needed to do to get out of that disordered behavior. So how has carnivore helped you let go of those disordered behaviors? Oh, well, here I go again, touch, touching back to our conversation that we just had about cutting out uh, sugar-free energy drinks. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, I can relate to every single bit of what you just said. So uh, the most calm and peace I've, I, I think I've ever really felt in my life is when I did the lion diet, actually. Um, yeah. And I, and I was just telling my wife, Taylor, I was like, wow, I, I still, every time I drink an energy drink, like it's great. It tastes good. And like, I, I like, I, I kind of like what the, the mental buzz that it gives me for, for my, for my workout and everything. But then, but, but then I'm noticeably anxious for a couple hours af afterwards. Yeah. And, and then once I go back to cutting caffeine again, it goes away. And so I think to answer your question, I hope I'm, hope I'm answering it um, uh, in a way that's helpful, but I would say, trusting that it's okay to eat fat and to eat when I'm hungry, even if it wasn't when I planned to eat a meal. Um, those, those two things were kind of, um, were kind of hard for me to get back into. I, had, I, I, this is something that I actually wanted to ask you on carnivore coaches car and didn't have the, didn't have the chance, but, um, intermittent fasting, probably like the most, like, like I get that question on a weekly basis, like, uh, primarily from my Instagram DMS and intermittent fasting, uh, was something that I tried doing before going carnivore. Terrible idea. Uh, yeah. it's, 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 it's hard to fast. And then you're intent and then you're intentionally restricting when, when you eat, I eat one or two meals a day right now and I'm never hungry ever. So you're not, you naturally fast because you're not hungry. Right. Yeah. I think that that's the way that we should like, let it happen. I, mm -hmm. I definitely, I'm a big fan of like all the benefits that intermittent fasting offers and even extended fasting for some people. But I think in context of um, our food addiction and, and eating disorder, that because our nature is, you know, our personalities are addictive, we can be disordered with like all of these things, including yep. fasting. We can be disordered with fasting. We can be yep. disordered with tracking macros. We can be disordered with, with the scale and checking our blood sugar and looking at ketones and all that. Like we can turn any of it in, you know, we can make any of it disordered. Um, yeah. so <laughs> I, I just had to check in with, with, a with a guy that was really upset about his ketone ratings. He's like, I'm having the hardest time getting into ketosis. And I'm like, dude, your progress pictures look great. The scale yeah. says that you're right on track, man. Is this a keto? Is this a bodybuilding competition or a freaking ketone competition? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like the, but there it is. That voice of sabotage is telling right. him, like, well, your ketone readings are low, so you must be doing something wrong. I ignore all the evidence that you have that what you're doing is working and making you healthier. Your ketones suck. <laughs> you know, right. like that's that voice of sabotage, just like trying to like distract us from what you know, uh, what's going on. Like we have to, you know, never ignore our own evidence of like all the, the progress we've made. Um, okay. So, uh, would you say, so what, what would you say is a proper human diet? Um, um sorry, sorry, yeah, I, go ahead. I, I know you're typically carnivore, but like you have seasons where you aren't carnivore, but you're not like off the rails, eating Domino's pizza and that kind of, right? Right. <laughs> so diet for you. <laughs> um, yeah. For Domino's, eat the cheese, eat the <laughs> pepperonis, 
everything else bacteria in your gut right what is what's what does dr kilt say sugar plus fiber plus bacteria plus yeast equals bacteria in your gut so yeah you're, you're turning your gut into a distillery i was I was thinking yeah. if you're if you're 90 years old and you eat and you eat a box of donuts, does that make you an aged distillery? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to. <laughs> Dad jokes, <All> right? <laughs> I got plenty of them. Um, sorry the uh the, the the original question again was um what do you think is the the proper human proper diet? Human like, is diet. There, yeah. I know you're a carnivore. But is there a place for plants? Um, no, <laughs> I don't. I don't. I, <laughs> Uh, just this is just uh, personally, I don't I don't believe that plants are the answer to anything. Um, I think that here here again, um, some people can get away with it, and some and some people can't. Um, I just personally don't like them at all. Yeah. Um, most of uh, I, this is a conversation that, that that I have with a lot of people on a regular basis. Is that uh, I I, th I think the I think the most optimal way to to to, to live and to eat like if you can do it and if you and if you and if you want to commit to it is just eating like a lion we're at the top of the food chain they're at the top of the food chain um if you asked dr anthony chafee what his opinion is of a proper human diet he and i would probably both say the same thing but i think we might come yeah. at it from like a little bit different of an angle um i, I but i i don't i don't believe that we evolved from from, from from apes from chimpanzees personally i believe that we were created and i think that we were created um i, th I think that we were created with dominion with dominion over um over animals and i think that and i think that kind of implies that we're at the top of the food chain and i think just logically looking at it i don't think anybody would it would, would would disagree that we're not the top of the food chain anyway so it makes the most common sense to me to eat like a lion the more that i do the better that i feel and the people that i've been training most of them have been doing it longer than me i thought they were crazy i'm like okay you want me to write you a plan that has ground beef and butter and nothing else like you don't even want steak you don't want organs you don't want like anything else to make your meal plan more interesting no and i'm like okay and then I was like, these people are crazy. And so I started doing it and I was like, you know, if I eat, if, if I eat steak and butter and nothing else, I'm talking absolutely nothing else. I feel great. Yeah. <laughs> and, I don't, and I don't want anything else. I don't miss it. Like I, I, I don't miss vegetables. I don't miss kale. I don't miss salads. Steak tastes great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I love it. Um, you know, I'm not, I, I personally, I'm not a big fan of vegetables. There's only certain ones that I like and that that I'll eat, you know, occasionally. Um, but I think that, you know, if it comes from the animal or, or the earth, that, it, you know, it's a matter of like preference. Where do you feel your best? A lot of mm -hmm. people feel really great on carnivore. A lot of people feel really great on keto. Um, and I mm -hmm. think they're both like great ways to be, you know, food sober. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Amen. Okay. Oh, and, and sorry, one, one, one more thing on that is, um, and that, and that's what I try to tell everybody when when people are like, I, I don't want to do the lion diet. I'm like, okay, you don't have to, but but like, but what 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 can you learn from it though? Right. Eat mostly eat mostly red meat from ruminant animals. Try to stick to the fattiest meat, and then whatever else you add around that. You know, here again, the lead domino, most things fall into place if you can just, if you can just eat the right food and stick with it. That's right. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's definitely like, it's hard. To, I've, you know, never had an experience where all I ate was uh, meat and fat and didn't feel satiated, you know, like I always yeah. felt satiated. So I think yep. that there's a huge lesson there. You have, and you have okay. great energy, <clears throat> mental clarity, everything, sleep is better, everything. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> well, yeah. So why not? You know, but I think a lot of people definitely get um 
we've been so like abused by uh government guidelines and the medical industrial complex is what i'll all, call all it funded and by bill gates and google sorry i didn't say that out loud but all yes that we've been so abused <laughs> by them that when we are doing something and we feel so good you know like i've had clients that like they're they are just eating real food they've lost weight they've reversed their diabetes they're they got off their blood pressure met like all these things some very similar experiences to me and someone in their life scares them with the propaganda that comes from these industries who profit off of our being yeah. sick and they ignore their own evidence and you know get, get scared and that kind of that just like drives me crazy i wish they wouldn't do that just just stick to your own evidence. If you, if what you're doing has you feeling good, yeah. don't worry about what anybody else on the planet says. Like right. their opinion do, doesn't matter. The, the, the way, the way <clears throat> the subconscious mind works is that even if people hear the wrong thing over and over and over again, you'll believe it yeah. even if it makes no sense. Like with fiber, yeah. what, what, yeah. what, 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 is, what does fiber do? It clean, it cleans, it cleans out your gut, right? No, yeah. it doesn't. When, when does that, when does, when does that ever make sense? You're in a traffic jam. There's like a million cars there. All right. What's the Let's answer? Add more cars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It makes, makes no sense. Yeah. Well, that's going to, my, my last fun question will be like after this, I have one question and then my last question will come back to the, the fiber thing. Oh, okay. Um, cool. Cool. So if someone is not exercising and they're currently not eating well, they're not food sober, they, you know, they've got to lose 50 a hundred pounds or so where should they begin if they want to get into shape yeah that's totally why i just asked you that on carnivore coaches corner too because i wanted to see what your answer was to that um but i i think i think we both i think we both agree um if 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 you're if, if your goal is to lose weight um don't start tracking macros right away don't try you know don't don't try to follow a strict meal plan you just need okay there's yeah there, there's there's phases and, and you got to take this step by step, but like cutting out fiber, th that, that's a transition. Um, changing your macros to now wait to, to keto macros. So now you're eating way more fat than you ever have before. Um, that that's, that's going to come with some consequences too. If you do that too fast. Um, yeah. if, if you cut out everything and then just go straight carnivore, I mean, yeah, you're going to have an electrolyte deficiency. And so it's going to take time for your body to adjust and go through these proper changes. Um, yeah. I think that, I think that if, if, just somebody listening is like, all right, what's the first thing I can do to to make a step in the right direction? Just stop eating bread and eat more red more, more red meat. If you do those two things, you're probably down five pounds in a week or two. Less yep. sugar cravings. Yeah. And drink just water and coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So okay. So my last question, and this is for fun, because I'm sure that um, you know, I have clients ask me this all the time. They 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 always ask about like constipation and or they they're they're carnivore or keto and they don't go as often as they used to so how do you and your clients poop if none of you eat fiber oh yeah well we all we all poop just fine <laughs> at least at least after the first couple of weeks so how do you how do you explain it to, to, to someone like because i always say i tell people well you know what newborn babies don't eat fiber but they're pooping every day you know yeah, that's such a good point i never i never thought of that one that's a really good counter argument too yeah <laughs> Um, They're also born in ketosis. I'm just saying. <laughs> another good point. Yeah. So I'm I, I'm I'm just like Bart K. Um, one one and done in the morning without effort, without ease, and there's usually not a whole lot because my body's using everything it is. If you're right. 
when, when I when I uh, before I was carnivore, my I would I would poop two or three times a day, and they were big and they were green. Like I'm sorry, like this is <laughs> yeah. you might want you might no, want to you might want to mark this podcast as explicit. <laughs> but, but, no, like these are the conversations that we need to have because I think like everybody experiences this, and I always tell my yeah. clients, I'm like, listen, you're eating only real food, and and this is not the you know, and also you're now eating you know, the real food you're eating is amounting to less food than when you were like carb binging all the time. So because it's real food, your body's using more of the food that you're eating. And because you're eating less than you would on a hyper palatable processed food diet, you have less waste. So it's, you know, it's okay if you don't go three times a day or you don't even go every day. I know there's, I know it's a drainage pathway and some people get like really like up in arms if you don't go every single day, but I don't think that it's, I think if you, you know, had one or two yeah, days a week to go, it's not day. that big a deal. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. That, oh, that yeah, question so, always. Yeah. Yeah, me, so, uh, yeah. I posted a video on TikTok of our, uh, on our, our, on our carnivore coaches corner account of just like cooking burgers for our kids. And this, and this, and this vegan dude comments and accuses me of being a child abuser because I'm not feeding them fiber. <laughs> like, oh my word. And okay. So, that's why we, yeah, that's why we re- we recorded the fiber podcast. I just pulled up all my books that that talk about fiber, and I emailed um, just five or six of our clients. I'm like, what happens when you do eat fiber? What happens whenever you do have something that has fiber in it? Every single person when they email, and I have them all right here in front of me. They they they, they, they all said the same yeah. thing. They feel, they feel like garbage. They're 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 inflamed, and it throws off their bowel movements. Like yeah, I I, I never I, n- I never really pass gas because I'm not eating a lot of yeah. vegetables, right? And then if, as soon as I eat a vegetable, I'm farting. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> that is so true. That's hilarious because like when I was going, you know, 10 years ago when I was in the weight loss process, it just dawned on me one day that I didn't have, I wasn't as gassy as I used to be. And, yeah. then, you know, and then when I did my carnivore experiment, like I don't think it ever happened once. I'm like, this is insane. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's interesting. Like I, the whole fiber, I don't understand the people that have this love affair with fiber. Um, oh, it's, oh, it's, it's the, it's, 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 it's all the mentality of it. Just like we were talking about before, I think it's, it's just, it's, it's free calories. It's free food. I can, I can, I can, I can, I can eat more of it. And it, it but it, again, okay, like, yeah, you're okay. Saying, okay like, so now your gut's going to be bigger. Right. Like you feel yeah. physically full, but now mentally you're totally confused. Now yeah. you're bloated and two hours later, you're, you're hungry and you don't right. know why. We're not look, I think too, it's important to, when we work with clients that, you know, some people have volume addiction and Mm -hmm. they, Mm -hmm. they, they want to continue to eat till they have that like full kind of stuffed feeling. That's not what we're looking for. Like you can use a bunch of filler and get that feeling, but what we're looking for is satiation and we're going to get that from the nutrient dense, you know, animal foods, not, not a bowl of lettuce. I mean, and I'm not anti, I like, you know, a couple times a year, I like to have a cold crisp salad piled high with meat on it and, and all the, you know, the fixins. But every time I do that, I, my stomach is distended and I get gassy. It's like, okay, but I know ahead of you gotta, time. You got to like, plan okay, ahead. We're, we're not working out later in the day after yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, okay, I know when I'm going to go to Cheesecake Factory and have the, the Cobb <laughs> salad, but the car ride home, I'm going to have, you know, my, my gut is going to be a little unhappy with me. But I like the taste of it, so I'm willing to suffer that temporary like consequence. But um, yeah, yeah, the fiber topic is so controversial, and I just wish people would like use their critical thinking skills and and some common sense when thinking about it. Like it literally bolts up your stool. You you, you can't. 
for for sure yeah and, and it, it, it is controversial sorry, sorry again but like you, you you can't you can't find any you, you can't you can't find any good information on it on youtube it's all it's all shadow banned and so yeah. like when you yeah. when, when, when you when you look at doctors that, that know what they're talking about and they start talking about fiber they'll say things like okay here's, here's my website can't talk about this subject is controversial next <laughs> yeah have, have you ever read the book um the Fi fiber menace <laughs> i just bought it it's on its way to my house yeah <laughs> okay good i will tell you this guy I bought it because of that dude on his on tiktok have said you that. His, website? <laughs> his website is gutsense.org he i love his humor like when he's explaining like why we don't need, he's like whose idea was it to you know stuff our colon full of you know things we can't digest like yeah. he's just really like straightforward I, I love that book um okay well thank you so much for coming on I really enjoyed our chat um for you listeners you can find him on Instagram at Colt Milton and uh his website is supersetyourlife.com thanks so much for being on with me today pleasure was, pleasure was all mine and an honor as always thank you so very much Thank you for listening to the Food Freedom Podcast. You can find me on my social media, Facebook and Instagram at KetoMary71 or at my website, foodfreedomwithmary.com. 